What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Lost Nifting Talk. Today's episode is going to be one of those episodes that's hopefully a realization for you in your own journey. If you're going through a fat loss journey, if you're struggling or if you have struggled or if you're thinking about starting back up and getting back on the bad wagon and trying to lose fat here in the near future, we're going to go over a few different mindset adjustments that you need to make to make sure that the fat that you are losing and the progress that you are making is sustainable and it's long term. I've talked about this many times on here, but over 90% of people who lose over 10 pounds of weight end up putting all 10 pounds back on, if not more, 90% of the time. And so this is honestly what I'm most passionate about in coaching and teaching is helping people create sustainable results. Anybody can go on a keto diet or restrict sugars or do whatever you want to do and lose weight. Losing weight is not hard, right? It There's hard parts to it, but it's not complicated. You know what to do. You can just restrict whatever you want to and lose weight for a certain amount of time. But what comes with that is a lot of sacrifice, which on the back end usually leads to a yo-yo effect of putting all that weight back on and not learning how to maintain their new lifestyle or their new weight because that new lifestyle sucks. It's not maintainable. It's just full of restriction. And so my biggest thing when it comes to fat loss, when it comes to nutrition, when it comes to training, when it comes to body composition, it's all about sustainability. What's going to work for you in the long run? And usually where that starts with everyone is a shift in your mindset. And so that's exactly what we're going to do today. We're going to talk about that, shifting your mindset to understand what it's going to take for you to be successful in the long run and not just successful for a month, for two months, three months, six months, a year, but really for the rest of your life to realize that this journey is here and it's here to stay. Your health isn't something that should come and go. It's a part of your responsibility, just like I've talked about a lot. I know I've used the reference of even if you're motivated or you're not motivated, you go to work every single day. And why is it that you go to work every single day? Well, it's because it's a priority. It's something that you have to do, regardless if you're motivated or not, to keep pushing your life forward. Well, a lot of us don't look at our health that way when I really feel like that we should. It, regardless if you're motivated or not motivated, your health is your responsibility. It's something that you need to take care of for yourself if you want to live a long prosperous, and most importantly, happy and confident life. And so that's what I'm most passionate about. I think a lot of you know that if you're a new listener here, that's what I base a lot of my content around. If you've been a listener for quite some time, you already know this is what I do. This is how I try to help people. And this is kind of my approach to training and nutrition. So I'm really excited for you guys to get to listen to this episode. And without further ado, let's just hop into the mindset adjustments that you need for long-term fat loss. All right. Number one is it's nobody's fault, but your own. And what do I mean by that? It's nobody's fault, but your own. Sounds kind of rude, right? It's like it's putting all of the blame on you. And that's exactly what you need to do. Regardless of where you are right now, if you're in shape, if you're out of shape, if you've been trying, but you've fallen off the bandwagon, or you've been trying and you're making really good progress, it's nobody's fault, but your own for the situation that you're in with your health. What we seem to do a lot of the time is place the blame elsewhere so that we don't have to deal with it. 
and this is something that I coach and I have to work on a lot with my own clients, is we look for excuses to put the blame on for us not being where we want to be. Why do we do that? Well, it makes it easier. It doesn't make it feel like it's necessarily our fault. It's putting the burden somewhere else. But here's the thing. When you put that burden somewhere else, you give that burden control, which means you no longer control the situation. If you always tell yourself, well, I would be fit, but I have kids. I have to take care of my kids and cook for them, and I'm so tired. You're never going to be fit. You are never going to be fit. And that's because you are putting the blame somewhere else that's out of your control. You're always going to have kids. You're always going to be a little bit tired. And so by saying that that's why you can't be fit, well, then you're never going to be fit. Instead of saying, I'm not fit because I'm choosing to make the choices that I make every single day. And in reality, the hard reality is that's the truth. We make our own decisions. Regardless if we make those decisions out of convenience or it's easier or because we're tired or because we don't feel like we have time or because we're not motivated, whatever it is, at the end of the day, it's your fault. That choice is your choice. It's nobody else's. It doesn't matter how bad your situation is, wherever you're at in your life with with other things going on. And if you're in a situation where paying attention to your health and fitness isn't priority number one, well, that's okay. But don't blame it on another situation to be the reason that you can't put effort into it. You're choosing not to. Again, so that when you feel like you're ready, you can choose to put effort into your situation. So this is a huge one, making sure that it's, you just understand it's always your fault. It's not your kid's fault. It's not your husband's fault. It's not your job's fault. It's not your social life's fault. You make your own choices. And when you take ownership of all of your choices, well, now you are in control of changing those choices and getting to an outcome that you want to get to. But if you're always placing the blame elsewhere, you don't control everything else. So now the power for you to change is out of your control. So regardless if you're doing well, really well right now with your fitness and nutrition, or you're doing really bad right now, it's all due to the choices that you have made, which means it's your fault regardless. Number two, it'll take longer than you think. We all have it in our mind that when we get started, we're really motivated. This is going to be great. I'm going to make all the right decisions and This should happen really fast, right? I should lose 10 pounds in the next month and I'm off to the races. Well, in reality, if you're trying to create a long-term improvement, it's going to take time. We have to build habits. We have to learn. We have to learn our bodies. We have to learn what foods we like and what foods we don't like, how to incorporate the foods that we like, how to incorporate higher protein meals, how to incorporate more whole fibrous food sources, nutritiously dense food choices as well and find out how to make all of this fit into one. And so what can happen a lot of times is somebody will go keto, they'll just completely restrict carbs and they'll lose weight really fast, which is great. But again, all of that restriction on the back end usually leads to a feeling of over restriction and you give back in and start eating carbs and put all that weight back on. So if we're going to lose to, if we're going to learn to lose weight and become healthier while still eating carbs, while still incorporating some sugars, while incorporating all foods in moderation, well, the journey might take a little bit longer, but like I've talked about so many times, it's going to be far more sustainable. We're going to be shooting to lose somewhere between 0.5 to 1% of your body weight per week instead of trying to lose as much weight as possible per week. 
again, because we're trying to make the result sustainable. So just understand it's going to take time and you can even do everything perfectly when it comes to weight loss. And when it comes to fitness in general, you can stick to the plan perfectly. And for some reason, it might just take a little bit longer than you want it to. And that's a deflator. Trust me. I, I understand this as much as you do. I, when I go through fat loss phases, I'm in a fat loss phase right now and I hopped on the scale today. It's been about six days since I started. It's only been six days. And I'm going through a little 12 week cut is what I call it. So I'm going to calorie deficit for the next 12 weeks. Well, I've been perfect for the last six days, but on day six, I weighed the same amount of weight as I weighed on day one. And I was frustrated, but I had to remember and take a step back and and take my own medicine and realize it's going to take longer than I think. So we initially think that we should make all this progress really, really fast. And you can make f- progress quite quickly as you begin. And there's nothing wrong with that at all. But just understand, this isn't a four-week process, an eight-week process, or a 12-week process. This is a lifelong process. I talk a lot about, and I've mentioned in all of my content, I'd rather show you how to lose 20 pounds in the next three to six months than I would to show you how to lose that 20 pounds in the next one to two months. The reason being is I can show you a sustainable long-term approach in the next three to six months, but I can show you a quick fix that's not going to last in the next one to two months. So you have to take your pick. You have to understand that this is now a journey and it's going to be a part of your life. It's not this quick thing I'm going to do to hurry and lose some weight before my next vacation. Number three, one of the most important ones. They're all important, but this one especially. Your journey has nothing to do with anyone else. Do you suffer with comparing yourself and where you're at in your life to somebody else? I'll be honest here. I have a problem with this too, especially in my own business. I see other coaches and people who have been at it for a lot longer than I have who are more successful than I am. And to be quite frank, when I'm thinking about it logically now, they deserve to have more success because they've been at it and more consistent for a longer period of time than I have. Same thing goes for you in your fitness journey. You're probably comparing yourself to people have, who have been consistent for years. When maybe you've just learned and you're just getting into all of this and you're trying to get on the bandwagon and you're trying to improve your health and, and feel better and get more confidence. Well, if you're comparing yourself to the person that has years more experience than you and been at this for a lot longer, that's not fair to yourself. And a lot of times we'll start comparing and then we'll decide that we're not good enough and we don't know if we have what it takes and we start questioning our journey and end up with less self-confidence during the journey when really we should have more self-confidence. We should be building throughout this. But when you start looking elsewhere and seeing what others have done or how other people look or how fast this person lost it or, or this or that, well, you have to just realize that you have to understand why you're doing this. You're doing this for you. You're not doing this for anybody else. Hopefully you're not doing this for attention from somebody else or to hope to get attention from somebody else because you're just going to be disappointed. That's not usually the way that this works. The only way to be successful is to have a strong why and that strong why needs to start from the roots from you. And so you've got to stop comparing to everybody else and what they're doing because they're on a completely different journey. They have a completely different body. They're in a comp- they have completely different circumstances and they're in a completely different situation than you. You're only doing yourself a disservice by stalking somebody's Instagram and seeing what their body looks like compared to yours, stalking somebody's diet and saying, oh, well, if I would just restrict carbs like this person, I could lose weight really fast. Well, that's sure, but let's compare the two of you a year down the road. Who's more successful 
in the next year when this person's using a bunch of restriction to lose weight where you took it a little bit slower, learn how to incorporate all foods, a sustainable approach where you can still enjoy your life, go out to eat with your family, cook with your family, do all these fun things, but you can make slower sustainable progress when this person can make a lot of really, really fast progress. But in a year later, most likely they're going to have rebounded in some sort of capacity because they weren't willing to be patient and take the hard road. They were looking for the quick fix. And so that's a big one. A lot of the clients that I work with, they'll see people doing keto, just like I mentioned with that same sort of situation or some sort of a fad diet where, where people are losing a lot of weight really fast. And there's a lot of that going on on social media, right? You see a lot of transformations of these huge transformations, you start thinking, man, how did they do that? I need to go find out what they're doing. But in reality, you just need to stay consistent with what you're doing and you'll eventually get to where you want to go. So quit judging yourself, quit comparing yourself to everybody else. You've got to put your blinders on and remember why you're doing this. You're doing this for your future and for the long term, not for a quick fix or not to impress somebody in the next one or two months, but to impress yourself for the rest of your life. And number four, I've touched on this one a little bit in the past as well. You're going to mess up. It's not a matter of if, it's not a matter of I hope that I don't, but honestly, it's a matter of when. Nobody is perfect. You are not perfect. I am not perfect. I mess up on my diet. Sometimes I miss training sessions. All of my clients mess up on their diets and all of my clients miss some training sessions. Every single one of them. Do you want to know what the difference is between the ones who are successful and the ones that aren't? It's simple. The ones that are successful choose to get back on track after those mess ups. And the ones that aren't successful are the ones that choose to quit and turn a small mess up into a long-term failure. So that's what you've got to remember. If you get off track, if you eat off track, if you miss the gym for a week, if you go on a vacation and eat too much, or if you do anything that stalls your progress, that does not mean that you have failed. It only means you fail if you then stop giving effort afterwards. I always talk about this, but if you have a mess up, make the next right choice and you're right back on track. That's all that it really comes down to. Everybody, those people that you compare yourself with, the people with the best bodies in the entire world, I promise you at points, they slip up a little bit. But what they choose to do is just get back on track afterwards and they stay going towards their goal. They eventually get to where they're trying to go or maintain the body that they have or, or whatever it is. But the people that don't get there or start blaming outside sources or all these different things, well, when they have a mess up, they choose to look at that as a failure and like, oh, I'll get started again next Monday. Oh, I'll get started at the first of the year. Oh, I'll get started at the first of the week. Oh, I'll get started at the first of the month. Whatever it may be, you're always finding these excuses. But if you just decide I'm going to start today and I'm just going to give my best effort every single day instead of pushing it back or messing up and saying I'll get started again later and say screw it for the rest of the week, those are the ones that fail and never get to where they're going. You've got to choose to start, dig your feet in, understand that you're not going to be perfect ever Throughout this entire process, you'll never be 100% perfect. There's always going to be small slip-ups along the way. But you have to be perfectly imperfect and continue to give effort whenever you can. I've said this, but as long as you can put your head down at night and be confident that you gave an honest effort from yourself, I promise you with enough time, 
you'll get to where you're wanting to go. I'm actually working with a client right now. I'm not going to mention her name or anything, but we've actually been working together since the end of November, potentially middle of December, somewhere around there. And we're already in May now. So we've been working together for about five months. The first few months that we started working together, she was, she was having a hard time. She couldn't stick to her nutrition. She'd do good for a few days, but then she'd have a few bad days and, and we kind of had this thing going and she was frustrated after a couple months. She came to me and she's like, Chaz, what's going on here? You always talk about in your content that you don't have to be perfect. You, so I don't understand what I'm doing wrong. I don't understand why I'm not making progress. You told me I don't have to be perfect. And it was kind of an interesting situation because it had been a couple months. She hadn't really made any progress and she was frustrated. It was almost like she was mad at me, like I had conned her in some sort of way. And so we went looking through her stuff. And she was having a mess up and she's letting that mess up turn in to an entire weekend or, or an entire week or whatever it may be. But then she was thinking she was on point for a few days. And so those few days of being on point should take care of the time that she had messed up, right? But really all she was doing is really maintaining. She would eat well for a few days and she would overeat for a few days and she was really just at a maintenance level of calories. So we sat down and I had explained to her, you definitely don't have to be perfect, but you have to choose to get back on track after you're imperfect to continue making progress. If you use those little times of imperfection as an excuse to give it the rest of the day, give it the rest of the week, give it the rest of the weekend, well, then you're backtracking. But one bad meal isn't going to make you fat or stall your progress. If you get back on track afterwards, you'll keep going forward. But if a couple bad meals, you have a couple bad meals and a couple good meals and a couple bad meals, well, that's just maintenance. So you have to compile good days on top of one another over time with better habits. And from there, you're going to slip up. You might have a bad day, but if you have six other good days, you're going to be making progress. Those good days are going to outweigh the bad days, but there's got to be a lot more good days than bad days. Doesn't mean you won't have some bad days. You just have to have more good days. Long story short with her, we're into May now. She's down 15 pounds just in the last couple months. She decided to stay on. We kept working together. She started realizing where she was slipping up. She started realizing that she was blaming outside sources for the reason for her not staying on track with what she was doing. And as we worked through all of this, we started talking about it. We started realizing where she was at. And she started to realize she's been making these excuses her whole life. Well, now she's all of a sudden down 15 pounds and she's under 200 pounds just in these last couple of weeks for the first time in years. And she's ecstatic. But the only reason that she's here now is because she's finally decided it's nobody's fault but her own. She's realized that it's going to take longer for her than what she realized to actually get where she wants to go. She's starting to understand that this journey has nothing to do with anybody else. When we first started, she was judging others. She was looking at others, comparing her progress to theirs, comparing her progress to other clients that I had and was frustrated because she wasn't making the same progress. And then she started to realize that she's going to mess up but she can't use those mess ups as reasons to continue messing up. And now she's making great progress because she's worked through these mindset adjustments to actually put forth the effort that she needs to actually get to where she's trying to go. So I promise you guys, if you'll take these four mindsets, if you'll look at yourself, become self-aware, realize where I'm at mentally with my progress in my body and how on track I'm really being and where am I placing the blame if I'm not on track? If you'll look at that and you'll dig deep, you're going to have a lot better chance at getting to where you want to go because you're going to be honest with yourself. You're going to get real 
and you're going to be able to spot the problem to correct it and realize that you're in control of correcting it. And then you can, you can literally do whatever you want to as long as you get yourself to that place. So I hope that this podcast helps you guys. Like always, if you find a lot of value from it, I'd be super appreciative if you could take a screenshot, put it on your IG story and tag me in it, or just send it to a friend. If you have somebody that you know is struggling with these types of things, I'd be super appreciative if you could just send it to them or, or whoever. And again, I am doing a giveaway right now for free training programs and free loss and lifting merch. If you leave a written review down below, you'll be putting in that drawing for the month of four this month for the month of May. So I really do appreciate you guys. Hopefully you're all doing well in quarantine. Hopefully this is going to be over soon for a lot of us. But uh, yeah, thank you all for listening and I will talk with you soon.